this is Joe Lustig. I'm here with uh, Matthew and Riley Godfrey, both graduates of, I believe it was 2016. Am I correct? 2016? 2017. 17. Uh, let's go with 2017. <laughs> well, you know, you remember I'm not very good with numbers. So those <laughs> two uh, former students of mine. First, uh, let's go back to before you were students at Garen. What was the prayer life for each of you before you uh, before you entered high school? Um, well, mine is probably a little different than Matthew's because I wasn't Catholic before I went to Garen Catholic. Um, so I was really into my faith, but I was non-denominational Christian. So I would go to youth group and just church on Sundays, but that was it. So I had a personal relationship with Jesus in the sense that I would just pray before bed really quickly and that was it. Um, but I really didn't know how to actually have a prayer life. So I wasn't praying daily. Um, I would read the Bible, but that was kind of the extent. So I would say my prayer life really just happened at church on Sundays and that was it. Matthew? Um, it wasn't a consistent daily prayer life before I entered high school. Uh, I think the most consistent thing I did was read The Imitation of Christ. My dad, he gave me that book back in 2012. Uh, so probably what, sixth or seventh grade year um, of grade school. And I did read that, I'd say most nights, um, outside of church on Sundays and the occasional grocery with my family. Uh, that was probably my um, the extent of my prayer life. Sure. Well, thank you for that. Um, how did it develop while you were in high school? Were there, obviously there were some changes. What highlights or changes would you like to share? Hmm. Um, when I first got to Garen Catholic, I thought the Catholics were crazy. <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> I had never <laughs> been to a mass before, so I didn't know what to expect. Um, the reason I went to Garen Catholic is because my parents knew my faith was important and I shadowed there and really enjoyed my experience of community, but that was really it. Um, so coming there, I really enjoyed going to all school mass and I couldn't understand, um, why everybody wasn't super excited if Catholics believed that the Eucharist was really Jesus. Um, so experiencing that for the first time, I think was really powerful, but there was like this tension in my heart for a couple of years because I didn't want to be Catholic. I always said I would go to Garen Catholic, but I wouldn't become Catholic. I would just be the Christian girl and I would convert everyone else. Um, so I think that the Lord really used my experience at Garen Catholic to further draw me into relationship with him. Um, and that looked strikingly different than it did before I was in high school because um, on the junior retreat is when I first really felt the call to become Catholic. And I spent a year praying about that after the retreat. And that's when I decided to join RCIA. So I think once I joined RCIA um, is really when I actually learned practices of Catholic prayer. I learned about the saints. And once I learned that, I went to the Adoration Chapel at Our Lady of Mount Carmel on the weekends, almost every weekend with my friends. Um, and that's where I really encountered the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Well, thank you, Riley, for sharing that. And just to reaffirm what you said, most Catholics are a little crazy. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what is it? Fools for Christ's sake is predicted it. So you, you really, Paul's prophecy came very true. Matthew, uh, during uh, your four years at Garen, how did your life change, your prayer life change? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it took me a little bit of time to... Uh, start desiring to spend more time in prayer. Um, I think my, my first 
year or two in high school, I was maybe concerned with some other things outside of prayer. Uh, but I think as I progressed through high school, uh, seeing the community that Garen Catholic provides, particularly uh, with all school mass, Kairos mass, um, just the, the opportunity to receive the sacraments, uh, the fine arts department and the great beauty that uh, they are able to share about the faith. I think I came to appreciate all the different resources that Garen Kotick was able to offer. And I started to realize what a great gift all of these are. And most high school students in our world probably don't get to receive uh, the great gift that Garen Catholic can offer. That is a, a holistic education rooted in the Catholic faith. So I think my in my junior, senior year, I started to understand that more, appreciate that more, and actually seek people out at Garen Catholic um, such as Father Han uh, or some other really good friends of mine who became dear friends and mentors and people that I could actually confide in and uh, talk about prayer, talk about my struggles in the faith. Um, I started to yeah, have some more brothers that I trusted in. Excellent, excellent. So neat to hear. Um, you, you both shared very well what, what, what the development occurred during Garen Catholic and the opportunities you definitely stressed on those. Now, how has it evolved since, since that time? Yeah, I think my, my prayer life has, it's gotten very deep in the last couple of years, I would say. Um, first couple of years of college, I, I found myself seeking out community, uh, seeking out different Bible studies to attend, uh, being part of the Catholic Newman Center at DePaul University. Uh, but really the first time I was consistent in my prayer life was actually the second semester of my senior year. Uh, there were missionaries at DePaul who prayed a holy hour every day in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And yeah, that radically transformed my life. Being able to offer time every single day to our Lord, who, uh, you know, I claim to be the center of my life. I think once I started to put my words and what I said into action, uh, it started to become much more real for me. Riley, uh, what would you like to add or anything? Yeah. So um, when I went to college, I was freshly Catholic because I came into the church Easter of 2017 and then I entered into college fall of 2017. So I was still trying to figure everything out. Um, which was kind of difficult to go into college um, without knowing a lot of people trying to figure out a new faith. Um, but my sophomore year, I got to go to Denver, Colorado to intern with Focus. Um, and I spent a summer in Denver for two months. And that's where I had a holy hour of prayer every day and went to mass every day for the first time in my life. And that completely changed the way that I lived out prayer life and the way that I viewed mass and then I came back from that at Dayton and tried to go to daily mass as many days as I could in the chapel there and would stop by the chapel after class and before class whenever I could as well. Um, so that internship with Focus uh, definitely changed my desires in life in general, made me want to be a missionary. And then I brought back and made a Bible study um, at Dayton. And I was able to pray in community with those women and kind of walk with them through their college career. Um, and help to guide one of them to continue on leading it when I left. So that was the first time I really entered into community prayer life, I think. And now, um, like Matthew was saying, with Bible studies and our team on campus here, it's really important. I think another addition to our prayer life as a married couple, we really like to pray the rosary together. Um, that's something that my spiritual director recommended at the beginning of our marriage and just saying the power of Mary 
in our marriage and the way she can intercede for us and the struggles we're having is really powerful. Um, and we've seen her act in our life a lot, um, recently, oh. especially. So that's been amazing. And then I think as far as the mass, um, something I try and do is each time I go to mass, which as missionaries, we're blessed to be able to go to daily mass. So we go to mass every day. Um, and each day I offer up my mass for someone different. And so whoever's on my heart that day or someone who really needs it, um, can be multiple people, but that's something I've added into um, my experience of mass is just being able to actually offer that back for somebody else and give that as a gift to them. Uh, you're both missionaries for focus and you're on the mm -hmm. campus of IUPUI. So, um, yes, you describe very briefly what focus is for those who, who are not familiar with it, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So focus, uh, as you said, it's the fellowship of Catholic university students, uh, this organization was founded 25 years ago with the idea to uh, send Christ to the college campus. Uh, the primary reason, uh, you know, students on a college campus have the ability and capacity to be the leaders of tomorrow. Uh, so what we do is uh, we get to work directly with college students. Uh, primarily we lead Bible studies and we do small group discipleship or mentorship with students. Uh, in particular to help them grow in the basic habits of faith. Uh, and you know, we don't just want to end helping them grow. We actually want to help students become missionary disciples themselves. Uh, so encouraging them to you know, take ownership of their faith, but actually share the good, the good news with others as well. Uh, so that's, you know, that's the great commission that Jesus gave us to go out and make disciples. Um, so Focus does a really good job of encouraging us and equipping us as missionaries to help build students in the faith and then help them share that with others. Uh, so oh, yeah. Yeah, the focus is on about 215 campuses across the United States. And then there's also a couple of campuses in Europe. Uh, so it's spreading very rapidly and uh, just a great organization to be part of. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if some of the people or some of the students hearing this wouldn't want to also follow your footsteps in, in that uh, type of ministry. So I'm very, very happy. And I can only imagine the impact you have as a married couple hmm. on some students. That would be very, very dynamic. Um, what advice would either of you give to a, a freshman entering Garen Catholic? If you could talk to any one of them, what would you tell them? Uh, this focus probably on prayer, Matthew. I know, and Riley. I know you could give some some great advice on basketball and tennis. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to we'll have to save that for another class. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think I would just say make prayer a priority. Um, there's a chapel right in the school. When you walk in, the chapel is right there. Um, so whether you come into school 10 minutes early and spend 10 minutes with Jesus, whether you take 10 minutes at the end of the day to be with Jesus, whether you take the last five minutes of your lunch to be with him, um, just spend time in prayer. The Lord really just wants our time and he wants us to be with him in relationship and he wants to hear what's going on in your life. So I would just say really emphasize prayer because that's the foundation of the rest of your life. And really you're not going to um, find what you desire if you're not praying. Excellent. Thank you very, very much. Andrew or Matthew, Andrew. <laughs> Matthew. 
Um, I swore I was not going to do that, Matthew. <laughs> I did. Uh, no worries. You they look alike. Know, when I get you mixed up, when I see Andrew, he's Matthew half the time too. So you have to forgive me on that. So. Oh, that's okay. No worries. My bit of advice would um, be do your best to commit to daily prayer. Um, and the reason I say daily prayer is because if you really love someone, you spend time with them. Uh, I love Riley. She's my wife. I spend time with her every day. Even if you know, for some reason I'm on a, a road trip, there's a good chance I would call her or text her at least one point during the day. Uh, if we love Jesus and we desire to have a relationship with him, uh, that requires a time commitment. And actually putting our, our words and our desires into actions is very important. Thank you so much. This has been Joe Lustig interviewing Matthew Godfrey and his wife, Riley Harrington Godfrey. And uh, they're both focused ministries on the campus of IUPUI and uh, graduates of 2017 at Garen Catholic. And uh, we're very, very proud of all of our alumni, but you two always have a, will have a special, special place in this old man's heart. So. <laughs>